Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. All right, there you go. It is uh, Saturday morning. And it is, what is this, August 10th, I believe. Yes. So, there you go. Good morning, Chicago. I'm Ron Calgary. Oh, by the way, that was for my dad, because he called me yesterday. He says, I can't find you, your show on anywhere. What's going on? I said, it's Friday. <laughs> so, now we know it's Saturday, so now he can tune in. Oh, he was trying to tune in yeah. yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Ron Calgill. The Mighty House team is on the air. Do you work on your $500 computer? How about your $5,000 or maybe $20,000 car? If you don't, is it because you don't know what you're doing? And if you don't repair your own computer or car, why do you think it's okay to work on the most expensive investment in your life? Are you really going to work on your home all by yourself? Why not give us a call? Find out if it's something you should try. We can also help you put a game plan together so you can tackle that home project correctly. With a little help from us, we can make sure your most expensive investment does not turn into your most expensive mistake. Give us a call, 877 711-5611. That number again, 877-711-5611. We've got open phones right now, so get your questions in. In the first hour, we'll be taking your calls, and we'll have the Mighty House Tip of the Week with Rich Calgill. In the second hour, uh, we're going to be talking with Karen Kalmick, and she is from Green Home, Chicago. And uh, she's got an interesting shop here in the Chicagoland area that uh, we can talk about. And it's all about furnishing your home with uh, green products. And, uh, of course, we'll be taking your calls and have clutter clarity in the second hour also with Robbie Earhart. In the third hour, we'll be taking your phone calls and answering emails and uh, closing up and wrapping up the show. You can join us on YouTube Live right now, brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, $99 Closing, and Maggie Rad. We're broadcasting worldwide and live at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts or previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And, of course, you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. That number again, 877-711-5611. 5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Dot com. Robbie called in. She said, I'm not making it. <laughs> so she'll be in in a little bit. So. Oh, she's not making it by the beginning. But yeah. She's coming in. She's, yeah, she'll she'll be here. But So I, don't, I hate doing this on air, but, but the audio is horrible. In, I don't know, is it like that on YouTube or on the radio? It sounds so muffled and compressed. The audio, The are you talking about the audio coming back? Well, his his voice. Just from me? His voice well, is very, the, I was checking. Like the show open, the music, Yeah. was all like you were playing it underwater. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, just... are you listening through Lucy Live or are you watching on YouTube or both? Lucy Live. 
Okay, because... And possibly Zoom. You know what I can look at? I'm going to look at the digital audio codec that we're using for Lucy because if it's G772 and not AAC.HE, it might affect the sound because we're trying to go to digital. And well, I would we're definitely on analog look at right that, now. Because if you're doing if you're doing AECE instead of yeah. seven point whatever the hell you just said, <laughs> I think it's the Schluter no, valve but, personally. But it, personally, I, it's the Schluter valve that's connected to the hookshikawa. Yeah, that, and that's really what's causing the problem. I think it's just stuck in second gear, is what he's saying. <laughs> but essentially, what we're trying to do is we're negotiating about whether or not we're going to go to digital for the weekend roster. Uh-huh. And when in doing that, I think it should improve as long as we switch the codec for Lucy Live. Uh-huh. It will make it inevitably more clear for the remote hosts who are connecting and guests as well. All right. In the meantime, I'm going to go collect, uh, just check the Schluter valve for you, okay? But honestly, though, for real. <laughs> yeah. For reals? For real. For real. Was, Not making check, this it up. It could be overcompressed. It could be the limiter. could be affecting it. But honestly, what I'm hearing on the air feed, it's pretty clear. Okay. Um, but for all of the listeners and viewers on YouTube, please leave call a in. comment. Leave yep. a comment. Call in. Let me know, and I'll see what I can do. Yep, exactly. You got some phones going. Oh, Trixie's not in either. So you want to talk about Andrew having a lot well, of work to do. Well, we're on a skeleton crew this week. Yes, we are. Just you and me, babe. Yikes. <laughs> there you go. So, so on YouTube, what do you look under? Mighty House? Yeah, just go to Mighty House Radio Show. Yeah, just just do uh, look for a quick Mighty House thing, and you should find us right there. Mighty House. Yeah. So remember remember we tried this last week to kind of work out some bugs? Yes. We can't go to Facebook this week. It, it's it's gone. The, the equipment will no longer let us do it. So Andrew's well, got to figure out I, what to I do with the I mentioned to some shows. people we're not doing the old Facebook Live thing, and they were yeah. quite disappointed. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. I know. So... But we're gonna so we're how, linked okay. For- I went to Mighty House Radio Show. It doesn't say anything about being live or anything on YouTube. We are live on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. So Where three, do you find it? I just viewers. went to Mighty House Radio Show. I go to it our says page. Subscribe, and then below that it says latest. Oh, it says live now. Never. I mind. would. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what? It I was in those. Do? It was in the, the English language. That's what threw me. <laughs> but yeah, I would actually usually I would what I usually do is I just click on the channel. Yeah. And I go to the sidebar, and you'll see under videos it'll say live in all caps, like on Facebook. Sure. So just click on that, click on the link, and you'll be good. Yeah, and then share that across over to the Facebook. Yeah, page. Yeah, I already posted the link. Okay. Um, the thumbnail is a stock photo of you guys in front of the logo. Oh, so okay. So it could be a little. I'm gonna try and make the thumbnail the OBS stream. Okay. So that it's not confusing. Right. But for those of you on Facebook, it's that picture. Okay. Well, the the phone logo. number, the call in number on the bottom is good, but the uh, font for the uh, advertising, actually, all that font's too big. For it's what? It's distracting. The, the the you mean the scrolling at the bottom? Yes. Yes. The font is too large. Okay. I can make it smaller. I'll do that now. <laughs> We've had it like that for the past like four months. <laughs> but now that Facebook. it's on YouTube, maybe it looks different. Yeah, you know yeah, what? I clearer. I changed the pixels to oh. twelve eighty by seven twenty p to uh-huh. make it higher resolution. So right. That could have to do I'm going to well. go back to the Schluter valve thing here right right now. Well, maybe it's going too fast too. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? I but it does. It, it seems like it's flying by faster. I can make it. Which is fine because I hate when things scroll really slow. Like right. they do that because maybe not everybody reads quickly. Right. But it's like I just read that sentence three times. Go to the next point. Uh-huh. Or the next score or whatever. Sure. All right. Okay, there you go. Now, now that we've got all the technical things taken care of, we're good to go. We're ready to rock and roll now. So uh, I got live chat open. Yeah? Yeah. 
Got live chat open? Yep, nobody said a thing. Okay. Not sure how to do it, but. <laughs> Robbie just walked in, and uh, Andrew's mom sent a book. I, I think Robbie's probably got a signed copy of the children's book that Andrew's mom wrote. Yes, yes it is. She does. I was ah, that signed show. copy, no was, less. Wait, I must have missed that whole thing. Yeah, that you you were uh, that was last last uh, last weekend before you joined the show. Your mother wrote a child children's book. Yes, she did. Gentry reminds us to be careful when running around corners. <laughs> That's the name of the book. <laughs> no, what's the name of the book, Robbie? Look out, Gentry. <laughs> and why is this called Lookout Gentry? It's a true story inspired by a bull who wrecked our swimming pool in North Dakota. Who ran into your swimming pool. <laughs> Correct. What ran into your swimming pool? A bull. A 2,000-pound bull. I thought he said bull. Uh, he I did. In, I thought you lived in the north side of Chicago. Where do you keep a bull? For two minutes. Uh, we, we, we have a, a ranch out in North Dakota, and one of the our neighbor owns like 800 cows, and we were doing a cattle drive with my dad's business partners and a bull ran out of the pasture, broke through the fence, went in the pool. But all the proceeds of that book, I was updated still to this day since the release, they all go to that local high school. So oh, that really? is still going on. That Name fund the is high still school? going on. It's, I have to look it up. Uh, oh, I, so local there. Yes. Okay. Okay. High school in Montana general high school. Linton, North Dakota. <laughs> or North Dakota. Yeah. Is the busy black dog still there? Uh, yeah. She's, she's still with us. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Sorry, so it's, I, it's, a, it's a children's a book, book now, but it's true. But it's a true story. So there you go. So are you in here? Yes. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> it gets better. I'm looking for you. Are you uh, going to do an on-air reading for the first hour? <laughs> yeah. You know it because you know what? I forgot my computer. Oh really? Yeah. So I have mm, nothing. Oh, there's your mom. A watchful woman. Oh, there she is. Uh-huh. There she is. <laughs> Wait. There you are. I could tell that's you. Oh, yeah? Isn't that him? I don't know. Oh, that's definitely got to be him. <laughs> okay, we'll read it later. Yeah. There, there you, you go. go. Okay. Maybe at the top of the hour in the break, we can do it as a uh, YouTube only. Sure. Absolutely. Deal. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back uh, with some... Maybe some actual home improvement stuff here next. You are listening to Rambling. <laughs> this is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Here they come to save the day. This is Mighty House. All right, we're broadcasting worldwide and live at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. If somebody won the newsletter, Rich, uh, how can they do that? Go to MightyHouse.net. Go to the Contact Us page. Put in your first and last name, email address, scroll on down and click on Boom Done. And you'll be uh, sent the newsletter. has all yeah. the cool stuff like the uh, the Tesla raffle that's going on now. We've yep, also got, we got, a, we got the Klein Tool of the Month. 
that you can go there and, and uh, click on that and see what that's going to be, find out who the guests are, yeah. stuff like that. So uh, last week, too, uh, Robin, she was the one that won the Green Built Home mm-hmm. Tour, and she posted a lot of pictures of some of the homes that she went to. Which was awesome because that was part of her winning. Right. We said, please just report back. And uh, so she did that, and she posted a lot of cool stuff up there. And there, uh, she saw some, looked like some radiant flooring issues that, that she was on. And then also, um, uh, what's the other thing called? The geothermal stuff. So she saw a lot of cool things. So it's a green-built home tour, and uh, that's put on every year. So it's it, that's interesting. And thanks for posting all that stuff there, Robin. It looked uh, looked really cool. So. Anyway, with that, uh, do have some phone calls coming in, 877-711-5611. And uh, Trixie's not in, so now we've got uh, Andrew just triple duty now. So just call him and bug him. If you want to get signed up for the Klein Tool of the Month, too, it's 877-711-5611. And uh, he can get you signed up for that also. So just give him a call and get it all worked out. And usually... I am conversing with people on the Facebook machine uh-huh. or the YouTube machine uh-huh. or the email machine. Uh-huh. Yeah. But mm. Not mm. today? No, I forgot my computer. <laughs> I've got a tablet. You want to, next break, I can set you up <gasps> on a tablet. I don't even know. I've never used a tablet. Really? <laughs> could do that. Yeah. I have to try to find this YouTube thing that he's talking about. Oh, yeah. Because... The equipment just went down this week, so Andrew's going to have fun with all the other shows coming up this weekend that oh, want to be on Facebook are not going to be able to go on Facebook now. So we made the switch to YouTube last week just in time. So uh, if you go to Facebook, uh, it will give you a link to the show on YouTube. I'm trying to find it right now. So there you go. So, oh, you said that there was a call because I was going to yes. say I tried to read that email you sent about someone's frozen air conditioner or something uh-huh I, I'm lost so <laughs> please a little yeah. bit later maybe oh sure we, we'll cover that we can do that so okay um oh, I just he he just picked them up is he still there okay all right there we go um next up let's see what else we got to talk about here uh Evanston Greenfest will be adding that on to the uh, onto the list here. Evanston Greenfest is coming up next month, and um, they can uh, they've got a lot of cool stuff to go to. So if you're in the Evanston area here, you can you can give them a call. Is, Are is we Will... going to be there? No, no, I don't think because it's on a Sunday. It's a Sunday only. That doesn't bother me. <laughs> so you can go. Yeah, you ready to go to Will now? Uh, through if you okay, want. go ahead. Let's let's bring them up. Hey, Will. Hey, people. How you doing today? How you hey. doing? Doing real good. Doing real good. Uh, okay, today I want to talk about do-it-yourselfer. Um, <laughs> two things Two things came out this week. My neighbor, who I'm sitting in my driveway looking at my rearview mirror for him right now, uh-huh. had his roof replaced about six, seven years ago. He asked me for a referral. I gave him the name of a good roofer. But he's a cheap guy, and he comes back and says, no, I found this other guy. He'll do it for half that price. Right. And it was two, two, two people who didn't speak English. Right. And so here it is six years later, and he has to replace it again. Really? And he does the same thing. And he's, he, he, keeps, he keeps looking. He's not looking at sidewall flashing where the little 
vestibule that goes between their their garage and their house, you know, goes up against the sidewall. Sure. And they didn't do any flashing there. So he's getting ready to go into his garage and get some caulk and caulk where that uh, sidewall meets the uh, top of the roof. That's a good idea. Stupid. Not. Right. <laughs> um, then I also, I also did a six flat out in Wheeling, and that was built in 80. And it wasn't, you know, the best, like, luxury place, but it wasn't bad. But the landlord there, who was showing us around and showing us to the buyer who I was representing, right? Um, was showing him all this stuff. They all had stab block electrical panels, which I said, hey, look, guys, these have been defective for the last 60 years. What? Wait, um, wait, well, stop, though. You said it was it was put in the, in the 80s or 90s? The building was built? Yeah, it was put in the 80s. Built in the 80s, and it had stab blocks. Every single one was the stab block. Really? And then uh, he had some. He had the furnaces. Uh, two of them were 1999 Whirlpools, which were falling apart and, and, and uh, had, uh, you know, combustion air mixture because of cracked heat exchangers. Sure. Um, so he's walking, around, he's walking around showing this, and he's saying how great it is and how he, you know, the, the village comes out, does an inspection on the building twice uh, every two years, and how he... He handles them, you know, to right. take care of things. Right. And then I'm also I'm also thinking about all the young people that uh, you know, with with stars in their eyes that I do, young couples who want to buy like a two two or three flat graystone in Logan Square because they are they want to live in it and rent it out, but eventually you know convert it to a single family again like they were originally and right. bring it back to its grandeur. Right. And I'm like, do you have any? Do you have any experience with uh, with construction? No. <laughs> well, you know, I go, well, it's all on YouTube. Sure. And I'm like, what? Now, uh, you're you're you and me are about the same age. I think you're a little younger than I am. But when I was a kid, uh, our kids, our parents were children of depression. Right. And during the depression, you did by yourself. You did without. Yep. And um, so, even though my parents sucked the GI Bill dry and got advanced degrees and things. They still were used to doing their own work. Oh yeah, and they lived in lived in Beverly on the south side. It's kind of like the Kettleworth of the south side, but they always knew a guy, you know. Sure. They, they always knew this guy from high school who was an electrician or a mason or something, and he would come out on Saturdays and moonlight, and my dad would help him, and my dad would get me and my brothers to help. And I remember this one electrician, Mister Keel. He taught me how to check a circuit by licking my fingers and touching the wire real quick. <laughs> you know, stuff, stuff, stuff like that. And, and you know, gee, you have to pull conduit. You have to do conduit. But, you know, in a pinch, you can pull DX, and this is the proper way to do BX. Sure. And you know, don't allow for the, for the cladding to be the ground conduit. Um, so just, you know, we learned from the guys who knew what they were doing. Our idea of a fun Saturday was, hey, Tommy Noble and his dad are putting a new roof on their house. Let's go over and help, you know? So we learned how to do it right. Now, we may not always do it right, but when I had buildings, I learned because I made every single stupid mistake I could make. Um, But I only made it once. Right. And the next generation, they think they can do it, but a lot of times they can't. Well, and um, I I did fix my... you have the guys... I did fix my computer system. I did fix my computer system this week in the office by did going. You just reboot it. I, no, I went on YouTube University and I found out. I, I punched in what was wrong. It came up. Boom! I, I ran down, ran that checklist that was in the video, and there we go. I fixed wow. it. 
So, I mean, there's a lot on YouTube you can do, but um, I, I absolutely yeah. computer, computer, computers computers though are easier. You just have to type. Sure. You know, yeah. you don't have to, Either... you don't have to, you don't have to do a complex cut for crown molding. No, no, no. <laughs> my, yeah, that's true. That's true. The the skill level to to fix the computer, you know, the technical skill level yeah. is a little different. But yeah, that's true. So, all right. Well, I appreciate the you phone call there, Will. No problem. Just just make sure you hire guys who know what they're doing yep. and have done it before. Okay. Yeah. Have a good guys. You too. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Hey, Andrew. Yes. Okay, up there on the board, it says talking about DUI improvements. I know. <laughs> I was like, yes. it said talking DUI? About, yeah, DUI. Driving under the influence. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> while he was typing, I'm like, before he even said Will, it said, and, you know, talking about DUI. I was like, and then he was like, versus something else. Right. And, and I was like, like, you meant DIY yeah. or DDIY. Yeah, <laughs> it was a quick, impulsive <laughs> typing. I apologize. That was not good. What's, what's Freudian DD? slip? What's DDIY, Rich? Don't do it yourself. Ah. Let's see. Yeah, that was true. And there's plenty of jobs like that. Yep. I mean, there's skill levels things. There's basic things you can try on your own if you want to. And, you know, changing uh, outlet switch and outlets or switches or, you know, changing a light fixture. Basic things like that, you know, basic things you can do. But when it gets into more technical, you're pulling new circuits and, and, installing electrical panels and stuff. I don't know that I'd trust YouTube for that because the problem there is from one municipality to another, your codes are going to change. And so, especially if you're in the Chicagoland area, most of the, the national electric code is not going to apply. So you have to, you have to be careful what, what you're actually getting into. So, uh, there you go. Two and minutes. Two minutes. All right. So, um, there you go. You okay, Robbie? Yes, I'm trying. Yes. This newfangled YouTube thing yeah. on my phone. And? I'm not there yet. Okay. I'm working on it. Okay. You know. If I'm going to bring in my laptop in the uh, during the break. Oh, and okay. And she'll be able to go in the comments and reply. Got it. Yeah, okay. I just feel I can't. I'm, I usually am talking to people. Sure. And, it's and not hard. us. Yes. And, and now, now you I'm have like. To, now you have to talk to us. <sighs> I just keep waiting for the tip of the week because I need uh -huh. to learn what's happening this week. Uh huh. What is the tip of the week on, Rich? Um, disaster preparedness. Oh, there you go. That's good because you know there was actually a I, I saw on the news there was a tornado in Holland this this uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah. So and that why is my echo back? I uh, do not know. Christ. <laughs> so there you go. So well, I mean, the the weather is uh, changing. So well, it was no. beautiful on the phone yeah. or on the radio. Yeah, there was no echo or anything on the radio. No. That's what they said. So I'll just deal with it. Okay, here we go. We'll uh, take another quick break. You can give us a call eight seven 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 one one five six one one, and we'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. See, I work construction. I, I build, build things. I don't know if y'all realize the, the pressure, pressure a man like me's got on. The pressure. This is Mighty House. Y'all have no idea the pressure. Y'all have no idea the pressure I'm under. That's right. You can join us right now on YouTube Live. 
And it's brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, $99 closing and $99closing.com and Maggie Rad. Podcasts or previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, tune in, our new tune in page, and of course, SoundCloud and then the uh, homeimprovementusa.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can also just give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877 711 5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. There you go. All right. So, yes, Robbie. I was just going to say that that little clip is like, I'm in home improvement. You have no idea the pressure a guy like uh-huh. me is under. Uh-huh. And there was that little meme thing that was posted this week. Every kid whose father works in construction driving down the street, I worked on that house, I worked on that house. Uh That got so much interaction. Yes. I worked on there. I did that. I did that. I built that building. I put Uh that door in. Does that happen to you? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yes. (laughs) You drive by with your wife and you say, look, honey. Uh Uh-huh. And she doesn't even look up from her phone or whatever she's doing. Come on. No. No, because it's just a job. Yeah, yeah. She, you know, especially I. My personal favorite is is uh, like going down Sheridan Road or someplace like that. You know. Oh, the beautiful homes. Yeah, and you just you're driving through there and go. Oh, I worked on that one. I worked on that one. I worked on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lovely drive. Yeah, it really is. So it's a fun drive to 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 go ride through there. But then also, you know, we've worked on a lot of homes. And then after how many years we've been doing this, Rich? Too many. <laughs> We've been in a lot of homes. Yep. So, and, and oh, you know what happened this week, too? We what had, happened this week, too? What happened this week, three? You ready? So, we get a call. Uh, you need to have, I need to have their front pillars repaired. Okay. Okay. So, we get the call, and normally what we do is when we, we'll look at the house, we'll go to uh, Google Earth and look at the front of the house, mm-hmm. especially for like that, pillars need to be replaced. And um, so now this is the, we did the job, we worked on those because the guy didn't want to replace them. He wanted to just patch them up Oh, about five years ago. So we patched them up five years ago. New homeowners, they call us. Oh, really? And they want them replaced. <laughs> yeah. So that that's pretty cool. You get, and, and they didn't pass our name on. No way. It just, they just happened to call us again. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so now we get to go repair them correctly. Is that when you need that pillar boost thing? Because when we had pillars at our house, or yeah, that, and you just said you just boost them up or something. Yeah, like we that. jack it all up. And, yeah, but these need to be replaced. The bottoms are rotted out. So all we did was lift it up and put new blocks under it. You know, but then the the rest of the wood is still starting to go. So it it's done. So you you took out the whole pillar? Not yet. We're we're going to be talking to them about doing it. Yes. So now we get to do it correctly. Very nice. Because the previous homeowner didn't want to do it correctly. Well. Because that takes longer. Well, it was a significantly more money, you know. Exactly. A, and it's they're twelve inch round pillars that are twenty some feet tall. So you're just putting fiberglass ones in? Yes. Yes, we're putting fiber, taking out the wood ones, putting in fiberglass. So there the question go. is, did the old homeowner do it wrong? We just or, patched it up, you know. That's or all. did they do? The best that they could. I mean, was it wrong what they did? By patching it? Right, correct. Was no, it wrong? It bought them some time is what Five it did. Five years until yeah. they could sell the house. Right. So it and wasn't they, wrong. And they saddled the new homeowner with the <laughs> real expense. 
Isn't that the normal way? What's the expense? Uh, we have to look it up again, but I mean, you're... I mean, I really have fo- no idea. There's four of them on this house. You're probably 3500 bucks a piece to replace them. Really? Yeah. Yep. It's not going to be a small undertaking. Wow. Uh-huh. And are they really holding up something? Oh, yeah, the roof. Yeah, because the roof's The roof. The roof. <laughs> What's that? You go like this? Raise so, it. <laughs> we got we got to we got to pick it up. So So there's nothing else holding the roof up. No, it's just sagging right now. Yeah. It, it I you see a lot of that with those two-story pillars and the roofs ha- overhang it, you know, on the front porch and you know, right. once those start to rot, you'll if you look at them, you'll see that that front gable part of the roof that's sticking out is actually sagging and falling, you know, off the front of the house. So there's no big beam or anything thank you i'm like two by four (laughs) i'm running through all the things well there would be a beam there but it may be up in the soffit or it could be just below but there would have to be a beam if you got four columns right so the the beam would be sitting on the columns and then supporting that roof structure back to the main part of the house Hmm. right it seems like you could have done something easier with you know you the general right you know well, you could use brackets code. back to the wall and lose the columns, but a lot of times the columns, without seeing the house, I'd say it's colonial. Yes. Because that's where they put the columns. Right, and it sticks out about 10 feet. It's mm-hmm. hanging out from the main part of the house. So that's a lot to support out there um, structurally without, you know, and just making the columns uh, static, putting them on there for that. So mm-hmm. We got a phone call there, Andrew. Uh, yeah, we got uh, Sabah. He's from Rogers Park. He's listening to us on WCPT 820 AM. He's okay. got a question about seepage issue in his basement. All right. Let's let's get him in there. Hello, you're on Mighty House. Hi, how you doing? Fine, sir. Good morning. Great, great. Thanks for taking my call. Thank no you. <clears throat> yeah, so I was telling um, Andrew, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Fresh meat. Um, I was uh, telling about I, I have seepage. I've had seepage in my basement for many years, and I keep putting it off. Because some years it's worse than others. You know, like a couple years it was really bad, and and um, you know this year, even although we had a lot of rain, kind of weird. I didn't we didn't get that much water down there, but I, you know I want to fix it eventually. Just um, harder, you know, the money is. It's, I've had so many estimates, like about three estimates, and everybody wants to do something different and have different ideas about how to go about fixing it. And I just kind of wanted to, you know, kind of give your take on it and see what you think is the best way to go about it. So, so is it a is it a just, is it a brick know, is it a brick or block foundation or is it poured foundation? It's it's a brick house and it's it's uh. Like a poured, yeah, I would. I guess it's like you know, like cement, you know, poured, okay, poured concrete foundation. Yeah, that's good. All right, that's the that's the best Uh option to have. So, and then where does the water come in? Is it coming through cracks or is it coming up through the floor? Well, uh, it's all it's coming in different spots, and there I've noticed one of the cracks on the floors. It comes up through there, and then, and so it's like a. 
somewhat of a finished basement. It's it's done really badly. They just <laughs> keep laying over it like dry. One one guy comes in to lays over more drywall on top of it, so uh-huh. it comes in through the side. So it's kind of hard to see exactly where it comes in, but it's all like a few different spots. It comes in from like a good three or four, maybe even five different places all over, you know, the basement. Yeah. Okay. So normally how we would address those is we clean out the basement, get everything out of there, take all the, all the finishes out back to the original concrete. And then you can really see exactly where all the cracks are, where all the problems are, and then start addressing them. And it sounds like, you know, you could do drain tile around the outside, dig it all up and put it on the outside. But what most people are doing today is they dig it up on the inside, put the put the drain tile around the interior perimeter, and then they take a piece of cove that will come up the wall so that any water that then comes down the wall can go down into that drain tile. You could also patch up any cracks, but before you refinish that basement, put new plastic liner up that tucks behind that cove molding and then bring that up over the wall so that any water that does come in would hit that plastic, run down, get into the drain tile, and now your basement would stay dry. So, but you're still allowing water in. Correct. Yeah, you're not stopping the water. The only way right. to stop the water is to dig it up around the outside and patch it and, and uh, re, you know finish it on the outside, which if you don't have a lot of landscaping may be a good option too. But um, I would guess since over the years it's been – you said it's not been done correctly and uh, you've been getting all this water over the years, I'm sure that – it'd be best to just get rid of all that stuff anyway and, and start fresh with it so that that way you don't have all the mold and mildew issues and stuff like that from all that old rotting wood that's in there. So, um, right. So I don't know. And, and you've, yeah. ca- you've and, called the yeah, big, you've called all the big places, the, the, you know, the U S waterproofing, waterproofing and, and permaseal crawl spaces.com. Yeah, perma- and- yeah. I think I called permaseal was the first place I called and you know, um, it was weird because I wasn't there that day. I don't know why, but my wife was was there, and I thought she'd explain it to me better. Right. <laughs> but, she, I, was, I was like, okay, next time I got to be around for this. So Right. Uh, and then we had a couple other ones, and um, like, it, like the, yeah, the best option was because it was it's more expensive to do it from the outside. Is that is that sound right? Correct. It's, yes. It's, but it's the more... It's the more better way to do it. (laughs) Yes. To do it from the outside, you keep the water from coming in. When you do it from the inside, you're just controlling where the water goes, but you're adding all that moisture to your home. Yep. And then in the winter, you've got the possibility of freezing and causing more damage. So, because, you know, water expands when it goes to solid from liquid. Right. All right. Well, I appreciate yeah, the phone call there. We're going to have to take a quick break and uh, and, and come back with a tip of yeah. the week next. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks, guys. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. We're going to take a quick break, come back with a tip of the week next. You are listening to Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. <laughs> you got to build fast. Cement drawing. All right, let's see. Oh, English side ruined. Must use French instructions. Le grill. 
It's Mighty House. Sorry. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And uh, if you want to sign up for the Klein Tool of the Month, we are giving away the ET310 Digital Circuit Breaker Finder with a GFCI outlet tester. So feel free to give us a call at 877-711-5611. Tell Andrew that you want to be signed up for the Klein Tool of the Month. We'll uh, throw your name into the hat, and at the end of the month, we're going to have a drawing for that tester. Again, the phone number is 877-711-5611. Somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich. How can they do that? Go to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, just put in the first, last name, email address, and click on Boom, Done. Boom. Done. Just like that. Just like that. Excellent. All right. And you can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. There we go. And it is time for the Maggie Rad Water Heater Warehouse of Northbrook Tip of the Week with Rich Calgill. If your rumbling and cracking sounds are made by your water heater and there never seems to be enough hot water, stop by the Water Heater Warehouse in Northbrook and you can talk with Bob. He's got a full line of A.O. Smith Professional Line water heaters with what, Rich? Are the pure what? Pure magnesium. Because what doesn't work good? Aluminum. Yeah, that's you don't want aluminum anode rods. It, it breaks down and sludges up and it gels. It's nasty. You don't want that in your in your water. You don't want you don't want that in your water tank at all. So why not give Bob a call at a, and he'll hook you up with an A.O. Smith Professional Pro Line water heaters and, and 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 there's more. Yeah, there's plenty more. There there he gives he'll give them to you at the wholesale prices also. So that's the water heater warehouse in Northbrook. He also has the Maggie Rad. And you can stop by if you just want to clean out your water tank, which should be done every couple of years. Now, Maggie Rad is a, it comes in a two-pound family size. It keeps it clean, makes it last longer, and you won't have to replace it then. See, it'll if it lasts longer. Are you in the middle of a live read? No, no, no. Huh. Okay, then I'll you, talk to you afterwards. <laughs> you can you can give Bob a call at 847-564-4448. That's 847-564-4448. Four, eight, or just look up the uh, water heater warehouse in Northbrook. Stop by, talk to Bob. He'll get you all hooked up with no matter what you want. That tells you how good of a read it was. She didn't even know we were in, I know. in the read. But if you want some Maggie Rad, you can stop by uh, the Menards. What Menard store should they go to, Rich? Any one of the 410. <laughs> there you go. Okay, Sparky. Yes, Sparky. All right, disaster su- preparedness. And I'm not mean prepping like, you know, the zombie apocalypse, but natural <laughs> disasters are just that. They're natural. Uh-huh. So depending on where you live, it's not a it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Sure. So on East Coast, down here, we have hurricanes. In the middle of the country, you got tornadoes. You have floods. 
you know, people in the West are going to need to start preparing for a volcano of epic proportions. Because <laughs> when far, well, yeah, because um, uh, you know the big volcano out there is um, yeah. way overdue. Y- Yosemite? No, Yellowstone. Oh, Yellowstone, yeah. Yellowstone. It's about sixty thousand years overdue for uh, an explosion. Yes, and it's going to be huge. Uh huh. Because that's a super volcano. Anyway. So regardless of what your threat is, there are some things you should do now. Okay, so always assume you will not have cell phone service. Mm-hmm. Towers are susceptible to power outages, maybe even falling down in an earthquake. So create a plan, a plan, a plan <laughs> to communicate with your family, right? So under emergency alerts and warnings, what are you doing under certain circumstances? Make a plan. Where are you going to meet or shelter, right? So if have a place talk about it now is it could be uncle bill's house whatever it might be but have a plan now sure man this echo is so bad i'm done after this hour Uh um the case of power failures have a communication plan texting may be your best bet with limited self-service because texting uses far less bandwidth than phone calls and the text will still stay within you know, the memory. So when the power comes back up or your phone starts working and the text should be there. Right. Uh, protect critical documents. Uh, keep insurance documents in a folder or in a portable safe and make sure you update your policy pages each renewal. Uh, create a small card with important numbers and everybody should have that in their wallet. I mean, that's kind of an interesting one because who the hell knows any phone numbers anymore? No, right. I, you no. just look up contacts. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. So, you know, having those phone numbers might come in handy. Yeah. Uh, first aid kits, fire extinguisher, those should always be in your vehicle. Right. I always have I always have both in my truck. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've had to use the fire extinguisher twice. Really? Not a, yeah, on other people's cars. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I saw, I saw an old guy sitting in a Lincoln. He, right. You know, like his car died, and they could see the fire underneath the engine. Uh-huh. So I'm like, sir, you might want to get out of your car. And yeah. then I just put the fire out. He didn't know? No. Wow. So I've seen that a couple of times. So, you know, it's just because your car died, you don't realize you might be threw a rod and the oil pan's on fire. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so do that. Carry an ABC fire extinguisher in your car, you know, and just in case. Food and water. The rule of thumb is to have one gallon of water per day per person. So, and have a three-day supply. So, three people, nine gallons of water would be what you'd carry around. So, and while Irma did a great deal of damage down here, it really only took two days for many things to normalize. Okay. So, you know, and that's in a major hurricane. So, it, you don't have to get crazy. But fires and earthquakes, I mean, fire, that's kind of worse. Same with earthquakes, right? They tend to hurt things at the underground level so right and a flood could be you know you could be right. cut off for a week or two until the water levels go back down see and that's why when i moved here everybody's like you nuts you have hurricanes and i'm like listen to that what you just said i'll take a hurricane any day yeah and we get a week's notice yeah and, at least you know the, the the flooding you know if a bridge is out it, who knows mm-hmm. how long it could take to get, right. get something back in there. So regardless where you live there are dangers remember you don't plan to fail but you fail to plan Right. Yep. yep. That doesn't work out well. Nope. And it always have this stuff around. Like my Irish friend always said, Richie, give me a shitload. I'd rather be looking at it than looking for it. <laughs> oh, there you and go. And yes, I did use that word because I don't care. 
<laughs> it's all right. It went. It, it's good. He he caught it on the air. It's good. No, it's fine. Yeah. So um, so that that that's cool. So now um, what are you gonna do? Oh, we we got a minute left. Okay. So if you're planning all this stuff, you're storing this stuff all in the house somewhere. You're gonna have to. Well, except for the water. That's why there's always a rush on the water. Yeah. Because you can't keep water in containers. And you know where this came from. You sent that link. Yeah. And that company was promoting gas cans, water cans, things like that. Sure. So that's fine. Yeah, the water, you should be rotating that in and out. Um, so well, that way you've always got fresh water in there. Right. Well, before a hurricane comes, we always fill the bathtub. Okay. And that could be your flush water. Yeah. You know, so you don't necessarily drink it, but you still could if you boil it, right? If I don't you've think got he if knows. the electric's back on or time. Yep. So like we actually did it on the gas grill. Okay, cool. Time. There you go. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and uh, we'll be back right after this. Okay, this is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. 